that is so this is the idea of ashuratha and ashushena but bhagavan is never away from you that's the idea in the whole uh, thing of coming with a big army is a nice spiritual romantic picture but really the idea is there's no coming there's no going bhagavan is right there and very quickly everything is taken care of it's as though bhagavan has a huge army of uh, so meaning no problem is too big too small no problem is uh, you know too big actually not too small too big to be attacked and this is what the thing is and you know this ashuratha ashushena is going to take a little turn which is going to predominate the whole of uh, the seventh anubhaka something to note here because there is there is now we are going into seeing bhagavan as a uh, warrior and a protector not only as a warrior and a protector but as, as a war, protector of warriors does that make sense so bhagwan himself herself is the protector and warrior and then that is also this is the theme that's going to start here after this ashushena ashuratha and then it's going to predominate practically all of the seventh anubhaka which is actually going to go very quickly because it you know it is uh, the theme it, it, it's got a theme unlike the other um, anubhakas where you have to craft a connection between the theme, uh, between each namaha and um, you know and the next namaha here you know you don't have to look for the connections because it's already there it is almost like a sajatiya vritti pravaha there is same thing you know is going to be talked about and towards the end of the seventh anubhaka it will shift a little bit away okay so when so here so bhagavan as a warrior a and then bhagavan as a what you know as a um, protector of all warriors so this is the whole idea and so then that's why all these warrior metaphors come namaha shuraya shuraya means the one who is brave you know and and avabhindate means the one who shatters all things you know shatters things means barriers and shatters walls and barriers and this is a very nice uh, you know the two things are very nice because this reminds us of the bhagavad gita you know jahi shatrum mahabaho kamarupam durasadam at the end of the third chapter where the lord says that you know forget the enemy outside it is the enemy within that has to be conquered and there are so many walls within you know one meets bhagavan with a, along with all the armor and the walls which have the walls have to fall in order for there to be advaita so there is you know there is walls between one jiva and another jiva because all the defenses are up the offenses are up and the protection and all these things are there one is you know one is feeling that one has to do that for the sake of survival one there is lack of trust which is itself a wall then there is of course a protection between jiva and the jagat all the things in the world are dangerous and then one has to and sometimes people are so afraid and the children are also very afraid they, they, this is like a fear fearful parampara 
you know this is how it is unfortunately and this is what is given you know as a legacy and the whole family is afraid you know what will happen that you know, you know they, it's like oh you fell down of course they'll fall down you know they are children <laughs> how will they grow up without falling down oh no blood came oh no terrible and so what are you going to do uh, well i'm not going to let you out of the house forever you know this is uh, that that this this kind of a over protective mentality with regard to the jagat this is one example of that and then uh, you know yes you have to be protective you can't just let the children grow up like wild sea but you know this is going too much to the other extent and then uh, you know so then one is protective with regard to ishvara also you know i want to show only the nice side of me to bhagavan so there is a pretense even with regard to bhagavan there is a pretense and so these defenses offenses and masquerades are in the form of walls and then of course between in inside oneself itself is a wall you know there is a wall between the one who is the akarta abhukta between the inner bhagavan and then the one who is you know what is that the one who is the thinks of himself herself as karta bhukta pramata you know and so there are all these walls and all these and the walls lead to identifying with limited uh, understanding of oneself so all the walls have to be gone and so who will you who will you call to take down the wall you know home say ghost buster <laughs> yeah so who will you call ah ah bhagavan only in the form of the one who is ashura brave enough to impart you the courage to be able to look at the walls and then of course you can't tear down the walls yourself and so you have to look for bhagavan to tear down the wall and then the one who who does this avabhindana in the in the upasarga the prefix avar has a way of uh, you know has the meaning of descending like avatara you know uh, avarohanam in music descending you know so that avar has that meaning the, the, the prefix and so when the avar you know avabhindanam means all the way to the heart yeah from outside to within all the walls are completely gone you know no more wall means what there is no more wall there is only you know there is only the bhakti to and that bhakti is uninhibited and unimpeded so therefore this is what is you know talked about here very very beautiful you know and then now shuraicha avabhindateja then varmine cha varudhine cha so varmine Uh, Varmin, you, uh, you know, is the Varma is a kind of a kavacha. Uh, kavacha means armor, like head to toe. See, but at the same time, you know, if all the walls are gone, then one is in trouble because if all the walls are gone, there is a vulnerability. And so, so Varmin here is the one who is in the form of a healthy boundaries. not unhealthy boundaries soft healthy boundaries that uh, on the level on the empirical level which enables people to relate to others but then 
you know, in the form of uh, uh, those boundaries that don't hurt either the person or their knowledge and they are still able to see that they are one with everything. So this is, so Vermin is, you know, is a kind of an armor that you put on, you know, like how in the old days that iron, made of iron you hang on to the sleeve and it goes on to the cloth and then the forearm, those pieces. So if you're putting it on, you're doing it consciously. So then it's like a healthy boundaries that you put on and take off at will rather than the walls which were already there because of the calluses of hurts and pains of the past. So that is the difference. So Varuthin is Varutha is a place, you know, inside the chariot there is a uh, there is a basement in the chariot. Ah. So there will be a place there will just be the driver in the front and the rider in the back. So supposing lot of arrows start coming, you open a trap door and go inside. A secret hiding place will be there. And then you come out after the arrows have gone. <laughs> this is Varutha and the one who thought of and who has made or who is equipped with the Varutha is Varuthin. One who is in the Varutha. That's why it is Varuthin. Yeah, in the Varutha. Yeah, this is the English translation. So the one who is in the Varutha is called Varuthin. And so this is like, you know, this, this, uh, uh, this Gupta, you know, place, hiding place. And the hiding place again shows that, you know, that there is such a thing called strategic retreat. Not out of some kind of, a, what is that, you know, fear. Because Shura is already given. So there is no fear here. And so what is there? Is a, is a use of the, the, the buddhi to know when to not come out fighting. Yeah. And this starts at home with the significant other. You know, when to not argue, <laughs> when to take a break, <laughs> when to leave the room. These are all very important things. You know, which battles are you going to fight? And which battles are you going to go inside the Varutha and just wait it out? So whether it is at home, whether it is with the teenagers, uh, you know, teenager means it's impossible to win. That's why I'm giving the whole, you know, idea of teenagers. Then, uh, or whether it is in the office, whether it is with the friends or the neighbors, you know, that secret uh, place, you know, that secret shala, the secret place to to go. Meaning, you know, you you it's a strategic retreat, not out of Cowardice, but out of a, you know, out of a, uh, being a dhira, being a buddhiman, uh, to know that this is not my thing to fight. And it is also not avoidance. It's neither cowardice nor on the other side of the continuum, it's avoidance. Because some people, you know, overuse the varutha. You know, they will keep going inside. And like, a, what is that called, you know, like that ostrich which buries itself in the sack, in the head. So, uh, but you know, it's not it's not cowardice and it's not escapism either. It's a strategic retreat to know that this is the best way right now because the forces are so inimical right now that it is better to step back and then gain some more, you know, uh, whatever, whether it is time or little more clarity, whatever one needs to get and steps back 
and this is what is called Bill Min. And then what is Bill Min? Next one. Bill Min means the Bill 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 helmet. Helmet that is wear on the head. Yeah. And then Kavachin, uh, same thing. That coat of armor, you know, all this. And so Kavachina, Kavachin and Marmin, same thing. And so Bill a helmet. You know, the head is important to protect and the, what, what, the head is important because what is inside the head is important, buddhi. <laughs> so the Lord is the one who protects the buddhi as though you are wearing a helmet. You know that is the kind of a thing, that is the prayer, please be the helmet, you know, that um, helps the buddhi. So Namashruta Vecha, Shruta Sinina Shruta you know, is the one who is Shrutya Pratipadikaha Shrutya. You know, Shrutavaja. So the one who is, uh, you know, is Shruti Pratipadika. Pratipadika taught. The one who is taught by the Shruti. How do we come to know Bhagavad? By learning the Vedas, by Veda and Vedanta alone. Teaches us about Bhagavad. We don't know what Bhagavad is. You know, it is not logically, you don't say, oh, this is a nice word, so it must have a creator. But it has many, many names and forms, so it must have many creators. This is the Nayaika nonsense. You know, this is the logician <laughs> who comes to this confusion. You know, Udam Jagat Sakartritam, this Jagat must have a creator. And then what? Then Nayaika will say, Idam Jagat Aneka Kartrikam. It has, it, why one created? It must have many creators. Why? What is, how do you say it has many Ishwaras? Well, you know, Anekatma Katvat. Because it is diverse. Anekatma means diverse. How? Prasadadivad. Like how can one person, you know, Prasada means one big house, mansion, palace. So if you want to bring, you know, build a palace, so one person can build a palace, obviously not, one person cannot build a palace. You need a blueprint, you need an architect, you need somebody who will dig the foundation, lay the foundation, you need masons, you need carpenters, you need all kinds of people. And so like this, the Jagat is so complicated, one person cannot have done it. Therefore, just like the example of the what? Palace, there must be many Ishwaras. This is the logicians. You know, thing. You can't infer Ishvara. And so it is Shrutya Pratipadikaha, you know, and Tasmai Shrutaya Namaha. And Shruta also means the one who cannot be hidden. Always talked about, heard about, because somebody or the other is praising something or the other all the time in the Jagat. Look at this wonderful sunrise, you know, look at this sunset. Oh, these mountains are nice. The ocean is nice. And whenever you praise anything in the Jagat, or even this person is so kind, and when you praise something in the Jagat, what are you praising? Bhagavan alone. At the end of the 10th chapter, it says, you know, 10th chapter is where Bhagavan takes back all his intellectual copyrights from the people saying, this is me. And then, you know, first he said, this is, you know, 
am this and that and the voice in this and the he, uh, he you know tries for three pages then after that he concludes yadyam vibhuti mat sattvam shrimadena shrimadurjitam evacha and you know and uh, please know wherever there is any glory you know that is my my amsha alone that is me alone that is my radiance namo tejomsha sambhavam which is born of my radiance and that luster and radiance is that which animates something otherwise that thing is is prana lifeless and so i am that force which animates everything and so wherever there is something good something wonderful it is what me and so bhagwan cannot be hidden cannot be kept under wraps and so bhagwan is always being talked about and shruta also means very famous in the jagat and in the vedas very famous you can't turn one leaf of the vedas without encountering some form of bhagwan even in the first portion indra varuna agni vayu all of them are there and then what to talk of vedanta vedanta is all about bhagavan and what bhagavan bhagavan as the nature the truth of the whole nature and so this is the this is the this is the uh, shruta yoga and then shruta sena shruta sena means the one um, the sena's army and then bhagavan has an army of well known devatas who advertise his presence this is what the whole thing is because you know when uh, like this is again going you know this is a direct connection to the evening class like in the keno upanishad what makes the ears hear and the answer is bhagavan because shrotrasya shrotram the ear of the ear who is the ear of the ear you know who is the eye of the eye who is the mind of the mind and here you cannot say never mind you have to find out <laughs> you know what is this what is this force and that force is that consciousness alone which is bhagavan and so shruta sena again that bhagavan in the form of that who can hear is the adhishthana devata of ears the presiding deity of the ears called dik devataha because ears is hearing and hearing is connected to sound is connected to space and space is you know classified by directions and each of the devatas have a um, you know the, the, these dik devatas each of the directions have a presiding devata deity and so dik devata and then if you talking of eyes or tongue they have the same adhishthana devata fire that's why if there are any problems with the eyes chant aditya hridayam this is amazing you know really amazing you know what is the connection between aditya hridayam because it is it is a you know uh, verses for aditya sun sun is a ball of fire and sun you know helps you see without light there is no sight and so if there is any derangement in the sight you go straight to the light and you you know worship not the light but bhagavan in the form of the light you know to to be given to the eyes to be able to see 
to any vision disturbances people are going for eye surgery it is said please please chant aditya hridaya that is how you can do this you know and then you know then even tongue tongue devata of the tongue is also agni yes that's why we have to guard from fiery speech you know agni so like this every sense organs you know they have they have certain devatas and those devatas are just the sena of bhagavan may they are bhagavan you know they are also very well known because if you open in indra indra is the uh, all the sense organs indriyanam raja indra the the overlord of all the sense organs especially the mind so that is why indra is the ruler of the mind and uh, and even uh, chandrama is also the ruler of the mind so if the if, the, if somebody is acting crazy you look at their horror scope and then yeah then what do you do then you look at the placement of the moon moon is debilitated okay yeah moon is debilitated that doesn't mean they're bad you know this means that you have to work a little harder to what is that bring the emotions to a place of repose that's what the whole thing is so shuta vicha shuta sena vicha i mean everybody has the seventh anugaha if you don't ृत्यय स्किन Tiger is all the un, uh, you know, unmanageable emotions because you don't know how it's going to behave, when it's going to leap, when it's going to kill, when it's going to get angry. You don't know. And so, the one who is able to wear the skin of the tiger, the one who is brave enough to look into these intractable emotions and has managed these wild emotions. So, parishkritam, vagrajarma parishkritam. one who is covered by tiger skin and then dhyayet i worship one one may one think of may one contemplate upon and then what else you know devam the one who is in the form of the self effulgent self who is ultimately non separate from herself and then shuchismita the one who has a pure smile you know not a cunning smile not a smile of wanting something from you just an innocent childlike smile shuchismitam and uh, then jatabhihi lambamanaabhihi nrityantam 
So the dance is similar in the form of Om, Nataraj, where the Lambamana Bhihi, Jada Bhihi, so with the dreadlocks, with a long, long dreadlocks swaying in the wind, because he is dancing and the dreadlocks are also going all over the place, and then Ritkantam, and uh, the person who is dancing, the, the one who is dancing the dance of creation, and then what? You know? Abhayapratam. Name for Lord Shiva is Abhayankaraha. So, the one who gives fearlessness. Abhayapratam. And so, this is the one, this is the Dhyana Shloka for the seventh Anuvaka, where, as I told you, this is a, most of the Anuvaka is dedicated to seeing Bhagavan as the warrior and protector of warriors as well. And so it will go fast, I hope, because it's uh, very straightforward. Shall we chant the whole thing? Yes. Announcement of war in the form of the Dundu Bhi means this huge kettle drum, you know, like an iron cauldron over which the animal skin has totally been, you know, uh, put, fixed. And that is called kettle drum because that cauldron was called kettle. It's not like, you know, the whistling tea kettle of the modern times. Don't visualize that. Visualize a big cauldron, like a kadhai or something big. And then over that, a taut animal skin has been spread and fixed. And then what do you have there? So when you bang that, you have a huge sound. And then it's a metallic sound because it's reverberating the metal underneath. So this is called kettle drum. And so, Bhagavan is the announcement of war. Because in the beginning, the kettle drum is sounded. Even in the first chapter of the Bhagavad Gita, we, you know, we see this. So the kettle drum is uh, sounded. And people have those things. You can shake, making noises. People have their conch shells with their names on it, different names. Panchajanya, etc. And so like this, this is these so uh, all those are announcements of war. Starting with the kettle drum, the loudest. 
so the kettle drum here becomes upalakshana for all instruments used to announce that the war is about to begin and so then what happens you know then once the kettle drum is called beaten then you know the people can it's a permission for the people to charge against one another and so like this so bhagavan is the kettle drum is the beater of the kettle drum is the stick that beats the uh, kettle drum ahana nyaya means unto the stick that beats the kettle drum so bhagavan is announcing the war bhagavan is the war bhagavan is the resolution of war everything and so uh, this is the this is uh, you know so namodundu bhyayate ahananyayate and drishnaveja pramrishayate the next one is very interesting drishnave means drishnu means it's a uh, person of uh, valor a brave person and pramrishayate an analytical person meaning here is a uh, nod to the commander in chief or people like that who have to who have to be brave and who also have to make certain on the spot decisions to charge or to retreat who to go after and what kind of vyuha because they had certain formations squares triangles uh, you know formations with which to charge and of course the famous chakra vyuha from which avinyu could not come out you know so like this they had a circular spiral formation that was chakra vyuha but they had also the the triangular formation was very very popular because they would all bunch up together to form a big triangle and they would have shields everywhere so it was like a, they had to move in unison so they would just go like this big triangle charging at the enemy and they, they could not be separated they had to be completely synchronized how fast they were walking everything and whether they were horses or chariots everything would be there and they would all just go and then once they you know charged at the enemy and broke them up then they would break up and then individually take care of all the other things you know that needed to be taken care of so this is you know these are all the various vyuhas how to form them and when to form them is the job of the one who is a you know pramrsha and drishnu is the one who who will never retreat drishnaveja pramrsha and in every war you need a duta duta means what messenger literally but here it also can mean a spy uh, could mean yeah because messenger for who for this side and so infiltrates the other camp in a disguise uh, and gets all the information and then we you know brings messages from them you know even if they don't send some messages are brought then also means some kind of a spy and so or it could just mean a messenger to with whom a, a declaration of war is sent we hereby announce that your kingdom is going to be decimated tomorrow at 4 o'clock <laughs> yeah. have your tea early you know this is what is written in the proclamation and the fellow who rolls it up and takes it and then shows <laughs> to the king you know this is also duta you, know, you can take it like that but duta also could be some kind of a gupta chara the one that is lady it could mean many things 
could mean a spy it could mean also that the king is tired of fighting you know and he wants to know whether the king from the other side is also tired of fighting without giving up first sending some feelers you know in the right in the these days modern days are you ready to settle out of court ah that is are, are you tired of this litigation shall we do that so you send a feeler the king will not go over there and demean himself the king will not hold one white flag and surrender because this is you know equal whatever so the, like a mutual agreement but the king is secretly worried supplies are running out good men are dying you know because of this needless war and if i am so tired of it that other king is not a bad man he just got into this because of our egos so we send one innocent looking one to just get the feel of the army the morale of the enemy and what is the king saying and the person will go in disguise so a peace messenger who is very secret secret peace messenger duta you know that is also or an overt spy all this is duta and then prahita means a benefactor in every war you need somebody who is a benefactor who says okay now it is really time to wind up look at the the destruction look at all these things or we can take it another way it is a duta who is prahita meaning a beneficial duta the one who wants the benefit of uh, the kingdom and the king and and who is not a corrupt person who is not trying to kill some people on the other side who is a benefactor you know so this is what is called prahita prakarshena hita you know the hita means the one who is very comfortable comforting to everyone yeah and then what nishangane cha ishudhimate cha we have seen both these words and so nishangin is the sword bearer you know nishanga uh, is sword and ishudhimate is the one who has uh, the wielder of arrows so bhagavan as the wielder of the sword sword is usually the upalakshana for discrimination you know sword and then arrows arrows are what karma phala we have seen the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune karma phala and then what else you know then namaha tikshna ishave ayudhine cha ayudhin means the one who is equipped with arrows and if we have any kind of depiction of bhagavan or durga you see 20 hands and each one is having one one weapon navratri is coming so you will see this one one weapon in each hand and then now uh, you find all these things you know ayudhas even simple ganesha has pasha and ankusha pasha knows ankusha a restraint a goad with which you goad the uh, buffaloes and other tamasic things oh so uh, you know lord ganesha minds uh, buffaloes he doesn't mind the buffaloes you know so who is the buffalo you are the buffalo in tamas yeah <laughs> that is for you to wake up and to become a bhakta so that is why it is so all the all the gods have these ayudhas you know and 
So this is so Ayudhine to the one who is endowed with weapons. And uh, in what kind of uh, you know Ayudha? They are all very sharp. They are not blunt. They are not just for show. You know, like a fancy dress type. So you know, you dress up the child like Rama. You know, and then you send him off to a fancy dress contest. And then you, the arrows will all be blunt toy arrows that you can buy from the shoe's shop. But these are not toy arrows. These are real arrows. Poison dipped, poison tipped, whatever you want. Because that is the nature of the karma phala. These are all real usable ayudhas. And so, tikshna ishave namaha one with the sharp, sharp arrows. And unto, the, unto that, Bhagavan, what can you say other than namaha, please keep them away from me. Like, look, other people don't have karma or what? Look, it's over here. Look over there. Look at me here. I point out, you know. I point out who the arrows need, need to go to. Give me a little break. Because last year you plummeted me with these arrows. Now I'm still putting an ointment on all the places. And to this year, little, this month at least, at least this day, spare me. A few hours, let me have a nice morning. So this is the, so what else can you say? When confronted by Tevra issue in sharp arrows other than Namaha, Please direct them elsewhere. That is the whole idea. By prayer, you avert the prarabdha, uh, you know, that is there. If you, if not avert, you mitigate it. It becomes a little easy. And then, then what? Namaha Swayudhaya. Swayudhaya means you know, very beautiful weapons. Sudhanvani, beautiful bow. Beautiful bow and beautiful weaponry. What is so beautiful about weaponry that kills? You know, it's like saying, oh, we have some beautiful atom bombs. Are <laughs> you know, but mind you here, the atom bombs are not being praised. Ayudha is not being praised. The person wearing them is being praised. Swayudhaya and Sudhanvane. So, Sudhanva, the one who is having this, you know, bow is being praised. Because the bow has, let's say, silver tips, golden tips, and then the, you know, what was that? And all the weapons are very nice, you know, they have some different things, um, carvings on them. And so, they, in the olden times, all the war weapons, just like musical instruments, have some carvings on them. The Veena will have some silver tips and things like that, sitar, etc. So, this is to show that, you know, it is a, it is a, a, an instrument, whether it's a musical instrument or a war instrument, it's an instrument of power and, you know, beauty because it is Bhagavan. And so, it is made elaborately by the carpenters and by the whoever is making these, by the blacksmiths, carpenters, etc. And so, uh, it is to show that adorned with that we see Bhagavan just like a king going out to war. The king will not, uh, you know, have the commoner's uh, uh, bow and arrow. It will look bad. So the king's weaponry has to go along with his status as the king. So the same bow everybody will be carrying. He will have golden tips. That's what. And so here Bhagavan is seen, seen as the prince or the king going out to war. And so... He looks, he's just dressed to the hilt and with all his golden armor and his shining weaponry. 
and that is how to say that and why you know is coming to save you that's why so this which is better to see this you know bhadra auspicious way of looking at bhagavan and then now we come to the army's uh, trek so in the next one namaha shrutyayacha bhadhyayacha Shrutya, you know, is, is a small cul-de-sac and Pantha uh, is a big road on which the chariots go and so the army has to go through small cul-de-sacs and difficult mountain terrains where there is no path they have to dig and chart a path and go because they don't want to announce their arrival and so to the army that is diligent enough to do that and to Bhagavan who finds what? Finds a way. That is the whole idea. Whether it's the big, you know, whether you are walking on dangerous terrain, figuratively speaking, in life, or whether you are just taking the highway where everybody is going and, you know, the obstacles are there, but they are very clear to see. And here there are hidden obstacles. Doesn't matter. Bhagavan is the way. So whatever way one is walking in life, you know, uh, it is nice to visualize it as a foot soldier or a person in the army who has to do certain things in a certain way. So this is what is Shrutyayacha and then Pathyayacha. Pantha is the road on which the chariots and vehicles travel. So the army sometimes has to travel this way and sometimes has to travel that way. And the focus on the army is also to see that sometimes the life is treated like a battle, if not an outer battle, an inner struggle. And so here to be okay with everything because it is all Bhagavan. Then, Namahkathyavicha Nipyavicha. Kathyavicha Namaha Nipyavicha Namaha. Yeah. Kathya, Kathya is a place where there are, uh, where there is Kutsitam Jalam Atra Vartate Iti Kataha. You know, the small amount of water is uh, collected in one place, like a small pond, not even a pond, like smaller than a pond, you know. And then Kate uh, Bhavaha Kartyaha. So that which obtains in this small pond is who? Bhagavan. Tasmai Namaha Kartyaya Namaha. You know, a nipya is the waterfall. You know, and nipya means downward falling water. Waterfall, that's what it is. And so this, and unto that which is born of the waterfall and in the form of the waterfall, namaha. So the army also needs places for uh, what is, watering the horses. Horses have to drink, elephants have to drink. And so this Katya is a place for the watering hole for the animals and then, you know, and Nipya where they bathe. They stand under the waterfall and bathe because we are all going through difficult terrain. There is no, there are no showers. This was the original shower, waterfall. That's how they got the idea of shower, standing under the waterfall. And so that is what they would do. And so uh, a gentle waterfall, small waterfall is called Nipya and then what else? Surdhya. So, Surdhya is that which obtains in the marshy land. 
and Sarasya is the place where uh, like a what is that? Um, no, no, no. It's a this thing. Uh, place where the lotuses grow. It's sticky, uh, sticky land and marshy land, both together. Swamp, swamp, and marsh and swamp. That's a very good way to look at it. Yeah. So the marshy land and swampy lands. The army has to go, and sometimes they get stuck there, and all these things. And so, and of course, we can look at it. Every all of this, we can look at it figuratively. Sometimes it's like walking through quicksand in life. Certain situations are like that, but they have to be managed. And the situation itself is Bhagavan. How to get over the situation, Bhagavan, the one who is getting over the situation, also Bhagavan. So this is the whole, you know, it is Ishwarizing everything in the form of Sarvatma Bhava. And then, Yasa Namah Karthyavacha, Karthyavacha, Nityavacha, Sudhyavacha, Sarasyavacha. And then what? Yeah, Nadhyavacha. Nadhya is, uh, you know, the uh, river. Yeah. And here it says nerves. That is Nadi. Not Nadi, <laughs> yeah, Nadia, Nadia Bhagavan, Nadia rivers. And Vaishantaya, Vaishanta means you know there is a, uh, it's a ritualistic place where sacred baths are taken. And certain things have to be there, you know, for this, uh, this Vaishanta means you know it has to have certain lakshanas, it should not be easily available, and certain trees should be growing around it as a grove that makes it a place for ritualistic baths, you know, and so Vaishanta and uh, through rivers the army goes and then suddenly what, some festival comes, they have to take a ritualistic bath, they find and, you know, take a bath there, so everything is provided. So the idea is even if one is struggling in a battle, all these things are provided and this is all Bhagavan, the battle itself is Bhagavan and the one who is fighting the battle, Bhagavan, outcome Bhagavan. Income of course Bhagavan. And so <laughs> this is this is what has to be remembered. And then we you know it is a very nice thing to see this. And it's a uh, what's the word for it? Um, it's to the 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 last two, three Anuvakas we have Sarvatmatvam, you know, Sarvatmakatvam that everything is Bhagavan, Sarvatma Bhava. And then Sarvantaryamitvam, those are the two themes of these Anuvakas. Sarvantaryamitvam means the one who is the inert, indweller of all things, animated, inanimate, everything. Okay. Then Madhyavaja, Vaishantavaja. And then, yeah, Kukya is well. Yeah, Avatya is, um, what is that? The valley is called Avatya. Some so long translations. Yes. So um, Avatya is the um, valleys. So you can imagine kind of a pastoral bucolic scene, and there are valleys, there are wells, all these things. So everything in between around the well, the the scene. Unto that, Namaha. Then, slight change because now starting with this Kupyaya and Avadhyaya, 
we, we move away from the warrior uh, image, the battlefield, and then we go to more in what is that things based on water and other things. This is not connected to the war imagery. So starting with uh, actually we can start with Nagaya and Vaishantaraja. Yeah. So Nagaya Vaishantaraja, you can say from there the theme of war is not so longer so longer, you know, predominant uh, which was predominant until this time is no longer dominant. Then what do we have? Then Varshyavacha, uh, Avarshyavacha. Very simple. So, you know, when there is rain, what do we say? Oh, Bhagavan has given the rain. When there is no rain, where are you, oh Bhagavan, in the form of rain? But what we have to graduate to thinking is that no rain is also equally Bhagavan as rain. Ah, that is the idea. Varshyavacha, Avarshyavacha. So sometimes there is drought, drought is also Bhagavan and uh, that doesn't mean that uh, you know uh, we, we should, we are not responsible, we have to take care in our own habits collectively and uh, make sure that uh, you know we are not uh, contributing to it. And so inspiring to see that 16 year old who spoke at the US, yeah. Greta, amazing. Yeah, very, very nice. And so much she has done. Age 16, till you know, she has won numerous awards and has spoken everywhere about the need to uh, be kind to the resources and to have more of an ecological life. And it started with homes, not that she's not practicing what she's not what she's preaching. And her mother was a very great opera singer, very well known throughout Europe. And so many bookings, every day people were calling her and she was traveling, you know. And then after listening to her daughter, she stopped the travel because airplane is carbon emissions and all these things. And then uh, the whole family is vegan, okay. And uh, like this, she has inspired so many people and really very, very wonderful to see that. Then, uh, so, Varshyavacha, Avarshyavacha, and then what? Meghyavacha. Shall I finish it off? Or shall we leave it for tomorrow? Two minutes are there. No, but people have to go to office. We'll leave it for tomorrow. What's the rush? So, Varshyavacha, Avarshyavacha. So, from Meghyavacha, we'll pick it up tomorrow. Om Purnamadharam